This is episode number nine of the Street Photography Magazine podcast. And in this episode, we're going to discuss how to get constructive criticism about your photographs. And welcome back to the Street Photography Magazine podcast. With me today is my friend, Ashley Hunsberger. Ashley, how's it going down there south of the equator? Hey, everybody. Going good? It's a sunny, beautiful day here in Bolivia. Hey, that's good. So what kind of temperatures do you have in Bolivia today? Actually, we found that here in El Alto, it doesn't change much. It's usually in the 60s during the day and in the 30s during the night. Wow. It's actually been pretty warm the past few days. We've got up in the 70s, the low 70s. So. Wow. Is that because it's fall there? No. I suppose it could be. I actually talked to a, a woman the other day, and uh, about a week ago or a week and a half ago, it snowed during the nighttime. And she said, oh, when it snows, the snow takes the cold away. Really? So I don't know if that's scientifically accurate, but <laughs> according yeah. to the locals, it's probably the last snow of the season and it took the cold away. Yeah, well, that's not the way it works here. No, I guess you're not, it's not fall there. You're at the end of winter going into spring. Right. Yeah, well, no wonder it's cold. But there doesn't seem to be very marked seasons here, so yeah. we'll see what happens. Not bad, not bad. Well, we're getting into the fall here. Leaves are starting to fall off the trees. Well, it's still been pretty warm. Summer so, went by fast, huh? Summer went by. Summer always goes by fast. Our summer's <laughs> about two months long. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, so it's it's almost over. But it's football season. Well, everyone's excited about that, aren't they? Yeah, I, feel I so bet. out of the loop here in Bolivia. <laughs> I'm sorry? What'd you say? I feel out of the loop here in Bolivia. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll keep you plugged in. How about them Jacksonville Jaguars, huh? <laughs> mm, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's from Jacksonville, by the way. So. <laughs> they were right. too disappointing. <laughs> All right, let's talk some photography. So, well, we've got some uh, some news here. Well, we're yeah, like I said, uh, we're going to talk about how to get some constructive criticism about your uh, photographs. A lot of people ask about that. But before that, we'll get into a little bit of news and updates. So uh, I'll start with the first one. Um, a few months ago, I was approached by uh, Toronto, Canada photographer Robert Fisher, who's an avid f uh, street photographer. He's also a commercial photographer. And he was going to do a series on street photography on his blog. Um, and I was privileged to be interviewed for that. And he has since interviewed, I don't know, several people. Ashley wrote an article in the, um, on the blog about it. So I encourage you to, uh, go to our website and look at that. And there's a link to Robert's, uh, photo series. Like I said, I interviewed about 10 people. It's really, really meaty. There's a lot of detail in there. And uh, so if you want to know more about street photography and street photographers, I encourage you to go look at it. And we'll put a link to his article in the show notes. And Yeah, that was an excellent series. just want to say it's a, it's a long read. Um, there's several installments, but it's really worthwhile. Yeah, it is. It is. And that's what makes it so good. Many times we photographers publish our photos, and not much else. But he did the exact opposite, so I encourage you to read. Um, so what else is going on? Anything you have for us? Yeah, so the September issue of Street Photography Magazine is out today, and there's a lot of really good stuff in it. Uh, we have an interview with Keith, how do you say his last name, Bob? Uh, Dana Miller. Dana Miller, uh, which I think you're going to give us a little more info about him in a minute. 
Um, it's a really good interview, really good images. And we've also got a couple of reviews in the mix this, this month. Um, we have a Minolta XC11 review, which is actually really interesting. Um, the author brings out a good point. Minolta is not a really common, uh, or maybe I should say popular, brand for street photographers, but it's a really good camera. So Andrew Kaiser has more on that. And then we have another review, which is about the Sony A6000, but it's specifically about using vintage manual focus Minolta lenses with that camera. So it's another pretty interesting review. Yeah, that's a great topic. Uh, a lot of people are getting into using um, using older lenses with their digital cameras. And uh, yeah. so that's, that's a great point of information. He's got some good images in there, too, um, because it is, I mean, it's a cheaper option, but it can still get really good results. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, another really good article we have this month is called Liberty Square, Miami's Most Dangerous Square Mile. And that's by Nicholas Small. And if you have fear of going out on the street and taking photographs of people, this is a really good source of inspiration. Um, he's been exploring the ghettos of America. And Liberty Square is a place he went recently, and he got some amazing shots there. He shares ex his experience. Um, I just thought, I found it really inspiring because sometimes we're afraid to go out and shoot a shot in the suburbs where there's really no danger at all. And this guy is taking candids in the, some of the worst neighborhoods in America. So really good article to check out. Yeah. I mean, his photos are excellent and his story mm -hmm. is even more interesting. I mean, he went into, into the projects and yeah. not knowing what to expect and results are excellent. Definitely. Um, so yeah, the, speaking of our interview, um, Keith Dannemiller actually has a show coming up, right, Bob? Yeah, he's got a number of things. Uh, since I spoke to him, he sent me a list of several things that are going on with him. Uh, the yes, his project, and you can correct my pronunciation, is Calle Graphia. Graphia? Okay, now say it right. <laughs> Calle Graphia. Okay, there we go. Graphia. <laughs> Yeah, Keith lives in Mexico City, and he's been doing street photography there for years. And uh, his name of his project is Calle Grafia. And uh, just lately, he's been involved in a number of things uh, related to that. He's being featured on um, um, on a website in a program called, let's see, let me try to get it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Photo Septembre, USA. And that's done by a photographer in San Antonio, Texas, which is one of my favorite places. I spent many years going there for Christmas and Thanksgiving when my son lives there. And um, he's uh, sharing space with another photographer, Roger Ballin. And uh, the guy who puts it together, together is Michael Mel. And he's got uh, 26 uh, photos on exhibit there. So make sure you uh, check that out. And also, let's see, he was just featured... On uh, Lens Scratch, and we'll give you a, a link to that again, talking about about his project. And then just yesterday, I think it was, uh, there's a website called Mexico City Street Blog, and they did an, an article about him. And uh, and that one's it's published by a blogger in Mexico, but it's written in English. So we'll give you links to all those as well, so you can learn more about what Keith's doing. And then, of course, you subscribers, make sure you listen to his interview in the magazine. It's it's really good. Yeah, that was a really good interview. And he has some amazing images. Um, he um, he kind of leans towards 
documentary style photography, but really good work and really good stories behind his work too. Yeah. And it just shows you how important it is to tell the story behind uh, the photographs and not just put the photographs up by themselves. Yeah, for sure. Um, in terms of what's going on here at Street Photography Magazine, or SPM for short, um, we've got a new, I have a new page we put up. It's called Feedback. And, you know, this podcast is, I mean, we've been doing it off and on for a few years. We're doing it more consistently now, now that Ashley's involved and she's keeping me, uh, you know, keeping me on the straight and narrow <laughs> here. And so, but it's evolving and we want to know what do you want out of this? We're we're not here to duplicate anything that's going on in some of the other excellent street photography podcasts. So there's several really good ones. Um, but, uh, you know, we want to give you what you need. So if there's anything you want to see out of this podcast, go to uh, streetphotographymagazine.com slash feedback. There's a little form there. Or you can just send an email to feedback at streetphotographymagazine.com. Tell us what you think, what you want to see, what you don't want to hear, and we're always listening. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, if if you guys want to hear something specific or are interested in a certain topic, we'd be happy to cover it on the podcast, too. Yeah, yeah, and in the magazine and the blog. And, and speaking of that, we Absolutely. Um, we have a, a, a trial issue thing cut. And speaking of that, some of you may receive a short survey that comes from me. And just asking, you know, what your issues are with street photography, what do you want to see in the magazine, those kind of things. Uh, I read every one of those personally, and I respond to every one of those personally. And we use that feedback to help drive uh, what we do in the magazine and what we're doing here. In fact, uh, one of the biggest issues people have raised is the fact that they um, don't know how to get good uh, criticism or good feedback about their work. And that's why we're talking about it today, because it was so uh, highly requested by the people who have complete, uh, completed that survey. And we're going to get to that in a moment. Uh, a couple other things. We were just named, uh, our website was just named to the top 100 photography websites by uh, Feedspot. And we're really pleased about that. And the person who should really be pleased is Ashley, because she handles the uh, the blog and does a fabulous job. So thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. No, no problem. Both of us are hard at work here, so it's it's an honor to be on that yeah, yes, top 100 it, list. Yes, it really is. And uh, the Street Photography Magazine Gallery, still looking for some entries um, in Flickr. Just tag your entry with uh, SPM Color. And, yeah, we and, have some really good entries so far, but we're still looking for more. So please go ahead and tag your photos. Yep, yep. And as soon as we get a critical mass, we're going to be adding it back to the website uh, like we did last month with uh, our topic was line. So just SPM color and put a good description in there explaining what the photo is about. If there's no description, uh, it will not be published. Right. It's hard to use without a description. Our purpose with the gallery is to help everyone to improve in the specific topic. So um, this month with color street photography. Uh, do your best to do to add a description that might help someone else to improve their color street photography. Yeah, you got it. And let's see, what else do we have? Are we in Apple News, Bob? Is that on the list here? Yes, we are. We're in Apple News. We have been for a while. Um, so if you have an Apple device 
and you've got the latest operating system, you're going to see a button there for Apple News, and you can tap that and get uh, generic news that Apple curates, or you can um, you can drill it down and focus on specific topics. For example, on my iPhone and iPad, I've got one for street photography. And our our articles show up there as lo- along with uh, many other publications, and it's a great way to curate um, your information on any topic. And so that's been really handy for us, and we've got a lot of good feedback from it. So if you've got an Apple device, check it out. And this episode of the podcast is sponsored by Street Photography Magazine. Uh, we never toot our own for- horns here, but we're going to talk about the magazine a little bit. Um, we do not have advertisements or sponsors. Our sponsor is you, and we're sponsored by the people who subscribe to Street Photography Magazine. Street Photography Magazine is published once a month uh, on the middle Friday of every month, and in each issue, we have five articles. We keep it simple, so it's easy to consume, but we want it to be really meaty. Um, The first article is always about a featured photographer. Uh, we choose photographers from around the world. Many are documentary photographers, photojournalists, longtime street photographers, even talented newbies. And uh, we like to mix it up and get people from all walks of life and from everywhere around the world. And for example, we just talked about Keith yeah, Dandemann. Right. And we have a. Oh, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. No, oh, sorry. Sorry to interrupt you. No, um, no, keep going. No, I was going to say, I think the interviews are a really good source of not just inspiration, but also a lot of these photographers have really good practical tips that can help you to improve your photography um, or to to improve in a specific aspect of your photography, too. So um, the interviews are really valuable. That's right. And you know, when I do the interviews, I would like to ask the questions that I think you want to learn about. Matter of fact, in that new feedback link, if there's things you want us to be asking these photographers when we do the interviews, send it over. Um, always, always glad to do that. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, like Ashley said, we have, uh, you can learn a lot from the feature photographer and we have articles. Yeah. There's lots of other articles in the magazines too. Um, we try to keep it varied. There's, usually always a photo project by either, like you said, either a longtime photographer or a newbie. Um, and those are usually really interesting. We also have uh, how-to articles. Occasionally we add a gear review. So there's a lot to to take away from, from each of these issues. Yeah, I think so. We're here, you know, the, our mission is to inspire you and to give you information to help get you to the next level, whatever that may be. And to subscribe, all you have to do is go to streetphotographymagazine.com. If you're not logged in, you'll see a yellow subscribe button in the menu on the left. Click that. That'll take you to the subscribe page. Um, the monthly subscription is only $1.99 a month for now. The uh, We have an annual subscription at a $19.99. And then you can buy individual issues for $4.99. And... We actually have two different, we publish on two different platforms. We have a web version on the website that works on any device. And we also have a dedicated iOS app, a, an, an Apple app that works on your iPhone or your iPad. And you get that straight through Apple. 
And we've got a link in the show notes on how to get to that. Plus, you can link to it from the subscribe page on the website. Uh, matter of fact, most of our subscribers are on that. That's how we started. So, uh, again, give it a try. Just go to streetphotographymagazine.com, and we'll be glad to welcome you as a subscriber. Yeah, and one more thing I'd like to mention, Bob, is um, for a limited time, if you're a new subscriber, you can try out the magazine for seven days free of charge to decide whether you like it or not. And then make your decision. That's right. That's right. We're doing that for a limited period of time. So give it a try. Thanks, Ashley. I almost forgot to mention that. <laughs> no problem. And back to the regular part of the show, we're going to talk about feedback. You know, we ask you for your feedback. I don't know how many people have told us that they want to get good constructive criticism for their work. And, you know, you really can't grow until you know what you're doing well and where you can improve. And so many people want that. Now, where can people get that type of information? Um, there's a couple of ways. You can you can get it for free online, or you can pay somebody to evaluate your work. Today, we're only going to talk about the free stuff. We're all about the free stuff. So how do you, <laughs> how do you go about that? Where do you get that type of feedback? And uh, so we've been doing some research and looking at some of our favorite places. And uh, we're going to talk about where you can get feedback, what you should be looking for, how to ask for it, and how to give feedback to other people. So I think when you when you look for feedback online, there's, there's several places you can go. And we'll give you some specific ones. Um, there are a number of websites with forums, um, some commercial, some public. And there's a lot of really good feedback locations in uh, in Flickr. And we found that is probably one of the best sources of uh, of good criticism groups. Plus, there's some on Facebook and some on Google Plus as well. But it seems like most of the things are on Flickr. What do you think, Ashley? Yeah, I agree. After looking for various groups, um, I mean, there are a lot of groups on Google Plus, Facebook. But the places I saw where people were getting real constructive criticism that could help them improve was mostly on Flickr. Um, yeah. And so there's a couple of groups specifically that I really like. Do you want me to go ahead and mention those? Um, yeah, not yet. Let me, let me mention one other okay. thing first, because I, I've seen this happen over the years and it's not just street photography, it's everything, but a lot of people join Flickr and, you know, they post their photos and they wait for comments to come in on them. And sometimes that happens. Sometimes it doesn't. First of all, when people are, are trolling through Flickr, they're looking at little teeny thumbnails, you know, an inch, three quarters of an inch on either side. The images that jump out look good on very small thumbnails. And images that have a lot of context to them don't really look like much in those little little thumbnails. And so you get images that are probably very simple and very stark looking, not stark. Uh, I, I've can't even think of the word, but Maybe minimalist. Minimalist, yes. Uh, oftentimes, bright colors or scantily clad women, which we don't <laughs> do in street photography magazine. And sometimes, maybe on the beach, but um, <laughs> so. Or if you participate, if you go around and you give people comments, then they'll come back and give you comments. Unfortunately, most of the comments are things like "nice shot," "hey, really good color," you know, things like that. So what happens is people get caught up in this and they go around and they follow people and they make quick comments on their photos and then they get to be more popular, more people know them. Other people go to their play, their their site and make these quick comments 
and you're not really getting much inf- information. I mean, it's nice to get these little compliments. Uh, I mean, who doesn't like it? But they're not getting any real feedback. And I know a lot of people have kind of faded away from Flickr because it's it's rather empty. I mean, to me, it's like like empty calories, like trying to eat potato chips for nourishment, you know, or ice cream or something. And, you know, what people really want is good constructive criticism. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's true. Uh, it's easy to just dive in there and post your photos and then the nice shots start rolling in. But it's true. It's not a way to learn. I guess I guess it all depends on what you're on Flickr or any other social media network, why you're there. If you're there to learn, then I think you need to join specific groups and go about posting in certain ways so that you will get the feedback that you need to, to improve. Yeah. And I'll tell you, if you want real feedback, you've got to grow a thick skin. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you you really do. I mean, it's scary putting yourself out there. And so most people hold back from doing it. You know, especially you're doing this in public. It's not like you're sitting down across the table with the person one-on-one. Everybody else can see this. Yeah, I was listening to the uh, Photo Focus podcast on inspiration. Uh, they have a very good series, by the way. And uh, one of the guys on the podcast, Marco LaRousse, attended a workshop put on by Bruce Gilden in his town in Germany. And Bruce uh, gives you, he critiques everybody's work during the workshop. But I guess he's a tough critic. I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm i not a bit surprised. And <laughs> I guess some of the people were like in tears. So, so when wow. you look, yeah. So when you're looking for feedback, you want to think about like, what do you want? Um, Scott Bourne, who is also on that same podcast, uh, he's a professional photographer and uh, I guess he's critiqued people's work. So he asked him up front, what kind of feedback do you want? Do you want mild, you know, something like your mother would say, hey, that's beautiful. Let's <laughs> hang it up and put it on the refrigerator. You know, you want all just, just good stuff. Do you want medium or do you want hot, you know, like extra hot? <laughs> like, I don't know, what's what's the hottest peppers you have down there in South America? Mm. Like habaneros or something? There's one in Bolivia called mala palabra, bad the- word. There I guess you it's go. So hot, it makes you say bad words. <laughs> bad words. <laughs> Mala palabra. Mala palabra. Okay. Yeah. Bad word. Hot. So. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I like that term. So, what can you handle? Yeah, and... I think you have a good point there, Bob. I think a lot is about your own attitude, the attitude you go in with. Uh, if if you really want to learn, and somebody gives you negative feedback, no matter how bad it is, you've got to try to pick out the point that you can learn from <laughs> yes. and be grateful for it. Even, uh, you know, if you can go into a critique session and just get roasted and come out grateful, then I think you're really going to learn something. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's hard. So think about what you can take, you know, <laughs> not, not, not all of us take criticism well, but yeah. to get better, it really helps. Um, I used to, I spent years in uh, Toastmaster, you know, it's a public speaking group. And if you have any interest in public speaking anywhere around the world, I'd recommend you join your local Toastmasters group. They're everywhere. Cost about $50 a year. And the best part of being in the program, you give speeches regularly. And you give a speech, and some another part of the group is, a, is called the evaluator. And they listen to your speech, and they write, they give an evaluation as part of the meeting. So towards the end of the meeting, the evaluator stands up, and they evaluate your speech. And you talk about breaking into a cold sweat. This will do it. <laughs> but the evaluator is trained to talk about how they're affected by it. Because don't forget, you know, any criticism is coming from one person from their 
personal point of view, not the entire world. So right. they talk, yeah. So they talk about how they were affected by it, what they, what they thought, what they saw, and they talk, uh, they talk about what they liked about it, and then most importantly, what they areas for improvement, and then give some clear uh, suggestions on what what you can improve. So. No, that's really good. I might be jumping ahead. No, that's okay. But I think okay. that's something to keep in mind when giving feedback. If you notice that a shot's not very good, probably the best way to help a person is to first give them a little bit of commendation for something that is good in the photo. Usually, there's something good in the photo. So try to pick that out first and then say, so this was really good, um, but you know what you could work on? And then maybe give the negative feedback. Absolutely. I think that makes feedback a lot easier to accept. <laughs> yeah, and you bring up a good point. All of these groups we're going to talk about, you have to participate. Um, if you just post and say, give me feedback, nobody has ever heard from you before, you know, it's just a drive-by thing, you're not likely to get much. Yeah, it's the same as the nice shot, nice shot thing. <laughs> exactly. If you put nice shot on someone's photo, they usually feel compelled to go put nice shot on your photo. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, you're basically you're joining a group with a commitment to give feedback as well as get it. And some of the groups will not even give you feedback until you provide it to somebody else. Yeah, that's true. And so just like Ashley was saying, it's important to know how to give feedback um, when you start right away. And even if you're, you don't, maybe you're a new photographer and you don't feel qualified to give feedback, I wouldn't let that worry you too much. Even some Someone who has no, who has never picked up a camera, can give feedback about how a photo made them feel. Absolutely. Or what effect it had on them. So you know, even if you're not a professional photographer or you don't know much about the technical aspects of photography, you can still give feedback. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think anybody can. So let's start with when you're giving feedback or when you're critiquing. What do you do? Um, first of all, be very, very specific. Um, yeah, that's key. Yep. And like Ashley said, start with something positive. What do you like about it? I mean, maybe you just like the fact that it was shot during the day. I, I don't know. But what do you <laughs> like about it? You know, if it's, even if it's really bad, there's got to be something you can you can give commendation about. <laughs> that's right. Talk from your perspective only. Don't talk like you're speaking for the rest of the world because you are only speaking for yourself. And then right. at least pick out one area of improvement that you think yeah. the person could do to improve it a little. And sometimes if there are many areas of improvement, sometimes it's best not to mention all of them because <laughs> that can also come across, you know, I, I know we talked about taking feedback like a man, but when giving feedback, it doesn't hurt to be considerate. So maybe there's five things they need to improve, but you might focus on the two main points that they could improve on. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. As Jim Rome says, I don't know, Jim Rome, sportscaster, mm -hmm. he's got a radio show here in the U.S., his theory is when you call into a show, you got to have a take. I mean, have your own opinion and don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, um, okay, so that's that's what you do when you give criticism. And you're going to learn a lot just by giving other people criticism. Yeah. What, a, what about when you're seeking criticism? Yeah, that's a whole other ballgame, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Well, just like when you're giving criticism, when you're asking for it, be very specific. Not just, hey... Here's a portfolio of 5,000 photos. Tell me what you think. In this case, you know, you, you may be working on something. You may be working on your composition. You might be trying something with backlighting or, or whatever. And you can say, hey, look at this photo. I, I 
took this because of the strong backlight for this reason. Um, what do you think I can do to improve it? So be very specific um, instead of just what you think. And sometimes it might help to put two or three versions of the photo. Here's a photo I took of Fluffy, my dog, from different angles. Which one do you like best and why? I see that a lot, and that, that seems to be very helpful to people. Yeah, for sure. I saw that on a forum recently, too. A guy put two different images. They were of the same subject material, uh, but they were just composed slightly differently. And he asked for feedback. And the feedback all pointed to one specific image. So I think he went away with better composition. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So there's a lot of practical ways, too. Um, I, well, actually, you know, we've been talking about the ways, but there are places that you can go to get specifically feedback. Um that's kind of what we researched, right, Bob? Yeah, we... Specific groups and different ways and places that you can find that are specifically designed for giving feedback, giving and getting feedback. Yeah, and we, we'll share some of our favorites, and then we'll, we'll have a list in the show notes for everything. So what was your very favorite? Well, like we mentioned earlier, I felt like Flickr was a really good place to get specific feedback. Um, there's a couple of groups that I really liked. Now, you know, I think they offer pretty spicy mala palabra content. So <laughs> so you have to man up to get this feedback. But, you know, I think it's a good learning experience. One is called Grit and Grain. Uh, so they have specific rules for the group. If you don't follow the rules, you won't get feedback. So it's really important to follow the rules. Um, but basically, there's a photo pool. And on the photos, people vote to keep or ditch the photo. And they explain why. Ooh. So as for everything I saw in the group was really good specific feedback. So I think that's a good place. And then another group that is very, very similar, they have the same keep ditch rule, is Street Crit. So we'll put those two links in the, in the show notes here so you guys can check them out and maybe join. I think it's a great way to get, to get good feedback. Like one of the group rules says humor is welcomed, but constructive feedback is best. Yeah, I like that. Are these both specific to street photography? Yes, they are. Okay, good. Yeah, mine are more uh are more general. I I think yeah, you're probably better off if you, you know, if you're really doing all street photography to use a street photography specific one. Um But well, if you're working on technical aspects, even right. a general photography community can help you to get better at that. Yeah, and you can use those principles in street photography. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, one of my favorites is the Fred Miranda site, fredmiranda.com. I'll put a list, a link in the show notes. It, it, it's a, an excellent photography site. It's dangerous, though, because they have probably one of the best used gear forums around. Mm. And if you hang out there too long, you wind up buying all these extra lenses and things. <laughs> but uh, they have forums on very uh, specific forums on different genre of photography. And they have one called uh, City, Street, and Architecture. And many people post uh, photos there for feedback. There are a lot of really experienced photographers giving feedback. And again, follow the rules we talked about. You've got to participate um, and, uh, you know, ask for something specific. The uh, Fred Miranda is not a free site. It's, um, well, you can go there for free, but I think to comment you ha and to submit, you, you have to pay. I think it's like $24 a year. Um, but it, I mean, if you have to sell any gear, you can sell it really fast there, um, faster than Flickr and dealing with people, not Flickr, than, uh, 
eBay and and you're dealing with people who are known entities. Uh, the next one is it's one of my favorite forums. It's the Fuji X forum. So it's Fuji X hyphen forum dot com. And uh, they have a critique forum. Uh, you don't really have to shoot with Fuji to get critiques. I mean, it's, it's a great website about photography. It doesn't matter whether you're a Fuji shooter or not. So any others on your list, Ashley? Um, yeah, I have a couple of honorable mentions. Um, one link we're going to put in the show notes is from Street Snappers. They have, it, they call it a product because you have to pay for it. It's like $10 or something like that. It's not very expensive, but it, they're events where people can gather together, bring their photos, and get their photos critiqued. So I thought that was a great idea. And I also thought, you know, if, if you're not in London, which many of our listeners are not, um, why not reach out to your local street photography collective or groups that are nearby? I think a lot of them would be willing to set up an event like this, and some of them might even do it for free. Yeah, that's a neat idea. Yeah. yeah. Another um, site that is out there, I'm not sure, honestly, how good the critique is you get from it, um, but it might be worth checking out. It's a Facebook group called Street Togs Critique, and that's by Eric Kim. So you have to request to join the group, but once you're in, it's all about giving and getting feedback. Yeah, that's a good idea. He's Eric's got a ton of followers. I bet that's a really large group. Yeah. Um, yeah, you brought up a good point about uh, local clubs. I mean, in our in our town, we have um, we have this Cleveland Photographic Society. There's probably four or five hundred members. The group's been around for a hundred years, and they have critique nights and. Uh, and then you can work individually with people to do port- portfolio evaluations. So look around your area for what they used to call a camera club. Uh, many times there are local professionals or just longtime amateurs who, you know, just want to help each other. Yeah, and sometimes even, you know, if you find a street photographer that you look up to and you admire their work, uh, if they're not super busy, they might even be willing to look at a couple of your photos. So you can always try getting in touch in touch with people that you whose whose work you you admire. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Reach out to them. You never know if you don't. Yeah, and, add, whoops, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry. Um, and if if that's what I was thinking, uh, that sometimes if you have the chance to go to a critique group or speak to someone personally, you might get even more personalized and perhaps more valuable feedback than you might get just from a Flickr group. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's there's no substitute for one-on-one. Yeah. Especially when you're sitting across the table from each other. Yeah, it's different from anonymous online comments, for sure. Yeah. You know, trolls. Trolls <laughs> are just, they're like, they're like little bullies who are living in their mother's basement <laughs> with nothing better to do than to criticize other people. So ignore them. Yeah. But, yeah, but if you're reaching out to somebody you respect, uh, I always say, if you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah. A uh, couple other quick ones on Flickr, and we'll put the put the link there. Um, one is called Critique, and again, you have to participate. It's a big group. There's like 7,000 members, and uh, there you post a photo asking for feedback. And uh, again, be very specific. And there's another one called Truly Constructive Criticism. And you can't even get feedback unless you give it. So that's what's when you really have to participate. Um, whenever you join a Flickr group, make sure you read the rules and understand uh, what the expectations are to be a member of the group. But can be really good. Yeah, for sure. 
So we hope that helps. We'll put links to all of this in the show notes. And if there's anything else you want to see, please let us know. So I think that's all we have time for in this show, Ashley. Anything else you want to bring up? No, I think we've covered a lot here. I think uh, we have some good ways for people to get feedback. There's a lot going on with SBM right now. So, so I think that's a wrap. Okay, that's good. So, yeah, just go to the uh, website, streetphotographymagazine.com. The new magazine issue is out. Um, look on your iPad if you're an iOS subscriber. And we will see you again next time. See you soon. Thank you.